I'll be too nervous to. I'll probably lost the words. Welcome to another edition of the Lost of Words DraftKings podcast. I am joined ever though by Matt Vincenzi. Matt, hello. Hey Tom, not not the best week for me last week with Rom winning, and that was probably my worst DraftKings week of the year. But the best thing about the PJ Tour is you get another week coming up. Yeah, I mean, my worst thing about the PJ Tour is it was another bad week. Like I'm just not very good at it at the moment. Um, it's weird. I think it's one of those ones where I was so I was very course history driven four or five six years ago then i kind of stepped away from it and was a bit more like round by round current form numbers wise then i kind of got a blend of both but this year i feel like you've been punished for going with anyone that's had any sort of course history like i thought scott was a really smart play last week mm-hmm. and i know that that wasn't i wasn't alone in that like it wasn't breaking news but like it was shit yeah that yeah, was a little surprising i he started off good too. Yeah, like he, he was right there. Like I had like him and Sung Jae I was like they they they're primed to make a bit of a run, and they were just both awful. And then Taylor Moore missed the cut. I don't know how he missed the cut. He literally went double bogey, 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 and then Rose missed the cut somehow. I don't know quite how that happened. He was in a decent position as well. So it was just all in all, it was just a bad week for me. Yeah, I had some decent plays. I played a lot of Cantley, which was good. Um, and then, but the, the down low, I just couldn't hit anybody. Usually, I've been pretty hot with those. But this last week at Riviera was like, uh, Han didn't play well. Um, Hostler missed it when he was he was kind of looking good for a while too. Um, I don't know a couple other ones. A couple. Um, there was there was yeah. though there was some because at the time like at the start of the week like we'd mentioned that Luke Donald had got the good form and then we said like he probably could just keep it up because you know he's been playing okay in Europe. Um, Hostler, like you mentioned, was up there. Um, I think we said about Jason Day saying that he was going to overcome the kind of poor course history and you should probably trust it. I know he's obviously popular anyway. Peter Malnati, I said, that could do well up there. Sam Ryder, both tied 20th. But mm-hmm. it just never, like, I never felt like any one of my main convictions came through and that was a bit of a concern. No. Yeah, my only good one was Cantley, like, really good one. But um, yeah, who knows? JT was disappointing, huh? Yeah. Most people were, I thought. Like, I know yeah. Zalasaurus was pretty good. Canley, obviously, yeah. good to get back into form. And I think when you look at, like, the Kucha, Jason Day, Ricky Fowler kind of, like, trio of their kind of coming back to form. Playing great. They're, like, it's great to see Kucha back in, going for it. Why is Fowler not playing this week? Do you think it's one of those ones where, like, it's mathematically better for him not to play in case he plays badly? It could be, but I think he's just playing too much. Like, he played four in a row. He played Farmers, Phoenix. Uh, Cooch didn't play the first couple of events, so that's probably why he's playing. But, yeah, maybe. But, but if, if if Ricky played this week, he'd have to play, like, seven in a row. That's true. Maybe it's just that. I, just, I guess he's got to prioritize the bigger events. It just feels like yeah. this is a really good chance for him to win and kind of take it is. all the stresses away. Do you know what I mean? Like, just don't worry about climbing up into 50. If just get a win and it takes care of it all. Like, yeah. But maybe he doesn't quite have that belief yet. I don't know. Um, should we get into the week? Should we have a look at yeah. the pricing? So, two players above 10k. Sung Jae 10-7, Shane Lowry 10-4. Are you playing either, both? What are you doing? Um, I, you can get away without playing either of them for sure. But I think the, I would lean Lowry of the two. Um, because he was... Ball striking was really good last week. It's definitely concerning, you know, the caddy split. I still don't understand, and the fact that he was shit before last week. But he played well last week, and he just plays really well in difficult courses. Uh, almost won it last year. Uh, I think should have won it last year. Should have won it last year. <coughs> Sungjae was a little more popular than him, so I I think Lowry's the safer. I, maybe not the safer, but I, I just like to play a little better. From a betting perspective he's a more fun player right he's like five points bigger from a DraftKings, i don't think there's pretty much in it i think it's just you go with the one you like i mean i would actually say that sung jay's maybe more predictable that but i think larry's a better course fit mm-hmm. like larry suits it really well it's just that he's never he's kind of threatened to do it the first four years then did what he threatened to do last year but just failed like it was it was really poor what he did last year. I know he obviously had a bit of the rain coming and stuff like that, but like 
It wasn't good. No, it, it wasn't good, but I... You got to think he could win this if you want an open. You want it at Wentworth. He like he should, but the thing is, like he's those two are the best players in the field. Hit those those two and Billy Horshaw are like the three top ranked players in the field, and they're like seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth. It's not, and they're probably not even that right. Like true rankings, they're probably thirtieth, fortieth, and fiftieth or something. Like it's yeah. it's tough. But anyway, yeah, I think I think overall I couldn't put you off either, but I can't get excited about either either. Does so the, that make sense? <laughs> either, either. The final reason I would say with Lowry is last 24 rounds on difficult courses, difficult scoring courses, he's first in strokes gain total. Um, I've been using that little uh, stat this week just mm-hmm. to separate some guys. He, so he's first, but Sungjae's third, actually. So they're both actually really good. But um, And there's another guy in this top 10 that you mentioned earlier who we'll get to later on. Nice. Yeah, so I think that's those two. Chris Kirk, Billy Horschel, Alex Noren, Mimu Lee, Matt Cooch, Aaron Wise, Denny McCarthy, Thomas Dietrich. Cooch. Are we gonna are we gonna do it? I think drafting wise he makes a lot of sense, whereas betting wise he doesn't because the number is just so sh- he's been way too short all year. It's like every week he's it's the, it's, it's one one person they haven't taken a chance on. Like yeah. last year, they were taking chances on him when you were betting him, but like now they're they're not at all. No, I don't get it. But I think drafting wise, he's a better play just because the way he's striking it. He has some, but well, he hasn't played here in like a decade. Yeah, he didn't play in since 2011, I think it was. But before that, he was good here. I don't I don't really get why he didn't play. Does he play much of Florida? I don't think of him no. as he doesn't play Bay Hill either, does he? No, that's one thing I'm a little bit skeptical about. Maybe he just. It's weird. Like he's probably the right age to be living in Florida these days, Matt Kuchar. So maybe maybe he'll have a late blossomed career in Florida, uh, Matt Kuchar. But um, I, I think he's a good player. I think that just the way he's hitting the ball, the reliability factor, the fact that it should be a good event for him, uh, I do like it. Don't like Alex Noren at the moment. I think he's no. letting things down. Chris Kirk I did like, but I can leave low at 9-9. Horschel, what do we do about Horschel? That's tough. I mean, I was like, ready to be so out on him and i still kind of am but then like the it's like a 32 or to one in this field which is crazy considering he's the probably the third best player in the field um and he's gonna be he's a little expensive so he'll probably be lesser owned like i'm starting to i'm sorry he's starting to grow on me a bit because like did we think he was going to be good in, in the california swing like not really no i think upside wise i'd actually say he's probably second best i'd say upside yeah. is he better than is he better than him like, is it Lowry, Horschel? Lowry's got the major, and Horschel's won really big events without the majors. Yeah, and he's actually shows he can come through when he's in contention. Yeah, like, uh, I think, like, I love Sung JM. Like, I'm probably one of his biggest fans, but I just think that Horschel probably still doesn't get, I mean, I beat this drum quite a lot. I think he's always overlooked. Uh, didn't play well at Riviera last week, but did play well at Phoenix, or, like, solidly enough, considering still rebuilding. Don't know if this is a golf course where you want to be unsure about your golf swing. <laughs> Yeah, that's my question. Is there still something going on with that, or you think he's figuring it out? Uh, I think there's. I think looking at his results, like there's still something. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's tough. Like he's the he's the ultimate risk reward. I think. Yeah, he he is. But I'm worried about this the swing. But now the, the, the and again it's betting. But the number just keeps drifting. That I'm like, am I going to feel so stupid De- if he wins? Definitely a better bet than he is a draft. Yes. Player. Yeah. We always what seem to. We make this about a bit betting every now and then, don't we? But um, Mimbule, you're going to ask about. Yeah, what about him? I kind of, I'm kind of, I think he's a little bit overhyped this week for me. He hasn't done it on the PGA yet. It's just the no. one thing I would say. Like he, he came and played the PGA last year when he was in the same form and was terrible. And yeah. I can just see that happening again. No, he, he's a really, really good player. But I think he, I don't think there's, I don't think he's scared, and I don't think he's incapable of competing at this level i just think that he puts too much stock into trying to take advantage of two or three events a year that he just plays himself out of it and you definitely can't chase it at honda he's never made a cut at a regular pga tour event no like he was awful and <laughs> he's played well in the majors all right he's, he's solid yeah just right? the majors he's solid yeah um so i don't necessarily get the disparity between him and dietrich in price like i think i'd rather just play dietrich at nine than I think they've got similar upside. He's been playing, yeah, he's been playing well. And from and on that same note, I kind of think Pendrith is the little bit better version of Dietrich right now too. Like his finishes aren't there, but I just trust him a little bit more. I guess he's been there, more, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, he hasn't 
proven it yet, I guess, is is the one thing you would say. But neither is Dietrich. Like Dietrich's just going to finish twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Like he's been finishing. He's literally gone twenty sixth, thirty seventh, thirty seventh, thirty third. He probably improves to. I mean, when you look back to just before Christmas when he was playing like Mayakoba and uh, wherever else it was, he was fifteenth back to back. Nedbank on the like DP World Tour, he should have won actually. So when he drops down in class, I think fifteenth, twentieth is kind of where he's going to finish. But the winning upside maybe not there. Yeah. So here, I guess this is kind of the opposite of what we just said about Billy. Like good DraftKings play, bad bet. I hate when people bet McCarthy at twenty-five to one. But is he a good DraftKings play great, this week? Great DraftKings play. Yeah. I think he's a really good DraftKings play. And I, and, I don't hate him as a bet. Like I think it is. I think it is on the short side, but he's definitely the better. Like he is the opposite, Billy. Like complete opposite. Like he's a better drafting player. He's a bet. Like if you're if you're betting McCarthy at twenty five to one, you're hoping he's gonna have a career week. Whereas on draftings, he just he needs what tenth. Yeah, some good history too here. Um, it third, was bad before. Third and thirtieth, right? Yeah, he's bad before that. I think. Yeah, three missed cuts. But, yeah, he's playing really well. I mean, the fact that he did that at Riviera makes me think this could be a... I mean, he's pretty reliable off the tee. Just hit some greens and red, get a little hot putter. I think he could be kind of be up there. Are people just picking Aaron Wise because they're desperate for Aaron Wise to be what they thought he was going to be before the season started? Yeah, as usual. And oh. because... I remember the last uh, the, when Jones won, he was like 36-hole leader. Right. Yeah. 64-64 he opened as well. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was like what he was ahead. Of, everyone was kind of victory lapping that one before it before yeah. it ended. Also shot seventy five, seventy three over the weekend. I I really like Aaron Wise, and I was so big on him coming into the year. Um, was fully expecting him to do it, and the season started well. Fifteenth for Mike over twenty second at Houston, he led. Eighteenth um, at Tournament Champions was fine, sort of middle of the pack. He's just not. He hasn't played much since, and then when he has played, he's missed two cuts. Yeah, I've never been a wise fan. Um, I've never played him, never bet him, so I'm going to continue doing that. I think McCarthy's much, much safer. And Kucher, right above and right below. I like them both better. So where do you think Where do you think you want to start your teams this week? I, I, I messed around with lineups a little bit earlier, and I thought like I was going to be able to skip the top, and but, but I ended up finding myself with a lot of room. So I, I think Lowry is the guy I'm going to play. Yeah, no, I think it's probably making sense. Like, I... I just can't get excited about either, but I think just for because neither of them stand out against one another, you just take the one that's cheaper. I think. And I think it'll be a little less owned. And I, I don't know Sanjay missed the cut here last year. I just think, um, with Lowry, I think he was so disappointing last week, Sanjay. Like he I know, was. I know that he hasn't had the course form there, and everyone was kind of skeptical about me being so high on him. But like, he was playing so well. And he was in a position to then go further on halfway through the event. He just shit the bed. Yeah, he's. Been, I don't know if something's up with him or what. He's played a lot of weeks in a row too. Um, and another thing here is a little bit different than a tip. Like when you get a bunch of studs up at the top, five or six guys above, you know, 10k or whatever it is. All those are really. And then and then in the 9k's you get like Cantlay's and all those type of guys. In that case, if you bet if you take a guy at 10-4, you have to think he's going to be the winner. In this event. Lowry could finish seventh, and you could get six guys ahead of him that are all in the low seven. So it doesn't matter. Like you can still seventh could be okay for a guy at ten four this week. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Like it's 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 the depth versus everything else discussion. I think starting Kucher Lowry is pretty solid considering it gives you over seven and a half left of every player. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you take one of these top guys that we're going to kind of talk about in the eights now, you're still in a decent position. So. Let's drop down into those eights. Uh, it's, it's Johnny Vegas week, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I, I'm so excited about Vegas. I've been talking about this for, like, I've been plotting this for a month. Every single time since he came back starting, I was like, I, I, I'm a huge Vegas fan. I was like, I want to bet him at the Honda. So I was, like, trying to choose his results each week that would make me feel good about his form, but also not make his odds get out of control. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I want a 30th this week. I want a 28th this week. I want a 42nd this week, as long as he makes a couple of birdies. Like, And he's kind of been doing that, but... Unfortunately, the price kind of ballooned up anyway. It did, because... <laughs> yeah. But it like, so he had a shoulder surgery right early in his career, and then this was his back, was it that he's come back from? Yeah, I guess so. He, he was off for like five months, I think. Yeah, like he was out for a while, and then he came back and struggled a bit, and then all of a sudden, 
Like he's the best. I've got him as the best tea green player over the last 15 weeks. Second over the last eight, which is a bit more predictive, right? Um, 13th, 10th, and 17th of his last three starts in tea green. Ball striking last week at uh, Riviera. He was 5th in driving distance, 27th in driving accuracy, and 19th in GIR. Like, that's really solid. Yeah, and just to build off what you said, I mean, I completely agree. He's He also was, um, in his past, so last week he had 5.9 strokes ball striking. His last 24 rounds, he's 3rd off the tee, 4th ball striking, 2nd tee to green. It's pretty much driven by his driver. Like, when I looked, he's been, like, 4th in, 6th mm-hmm. in off the tee, and... I guess you'd want to see a bit more iron play, but I think I've said to you like before, like I think it's hard. Like if you're gaining so many strokes off the tee, it's hard to game of approach because you're you're in such a good position, and that like his irons are plenty good enough at the moment to take. It's it's the short game that he needs to tidy up, basically. The fact that he's hitting it so well off the tee, distance and accuracy, like he doesn't have to make 25 birdies this week. He just has to get to minus 10. So get a couple of them and you know and kind of see what happens. And he's got a decent course history, like. Better than, better than it looks like he's got things like 10 out of 11 made cuts he's missed, missed that one weekend but it's 4th 12th 16th a load of like middling finishes in between but even like the last three is 27th 30th 42nd i'd say take out 10 places out of all of those because of the field strength this week um you're kind of looking at a bunch of another top 10 top 20s yep and i i think um i think he's gonna i honestly think he's gonna win like i have a strong i'm using him one and done this week i don't even care if i i, I think he's gonna win you know what? He has the sex appeal. He, he has the he has the big tummy, the shirt nice and tight to the tummy, it's just drenched in sweat in Florida. No more cold mornings. No more dew. I think he's uh he's gonna he's gonna be good this week. We described him as just a solid human being on the betting podcast. That's what he is, and he's just thick. Yeah, he's a, he's a big boy, and he's just I, I think he's you know I uh I think he's like the Latin flair in Florida. The nice heat gonna be. I think he's gonna be great. Honestly, surprised he didn't go to live. Yeah, I remember there was a lot of rumors about him. I was kind of surprised about that too, but um... but like, even without the rumors, like he just makes sense. Like he's a player that's made his career. He's made a really solid career, like three wins on the PGA Tour, repeated at the you know Canadian Open, beat Dustin Johnson that year, and John Rahm. Like he's had a solid, solid career without ever really like eclipsing stuff. Like he wasn't as he wasn't as um, consistent as Charles Howell, but he also had the kind of winning outside that Hal didn't for the first few years. It's interesting. How old would you guess that he is? I mean, I can't guess because I've no. got it up in front of me, yeah. But uh, um, he's younger than I thought. Yeah, me too. A little younger than I thought. He's because he's been around a while. So I thought he was like Ian Poulter range, like 46. Mm-hmm. And he's 38 for anyone that's listening yeah. that didn't know. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, he, he's got some wins left in him. I think yes, definitely. Like, like there is going to be players that that benefit from this kind of depth disappearance, and, and yep. he's one of them. So, uh, eight six, I like uh, Jonathan Vegas. I'll play him every. If he misses a cut, you're I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel so strong. He's going to be popular. I don't care. I'm just plugging him in. Is it is it like you're having to walk to like Springfield Park like casino to put a wager on him type? Yeah, well, right now I got I'm gonna I'm 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 betting him big, real big. So I uh, if if he wins, I'll be in, I'll be in a great spirits. But if he if he misses a cut, I'll be in trouble. But if but usually when I'm this this high on somebody, they usually end up all right. So I feel okay. That's good. If not, we'll just play that kind of like "Hello Darkness, My Old Friend" yeah. theme tune over yeah. it next year. That's right. Um, anyway, back on track. Adam Svensson's gonna be popular, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I was with, bit... with with good reason. Yeah. But I can't do it. No, nah, I'm not a Svensson guy for one, but also like I I was ready to kind of go there just because the number did seem a bit silly, the uh, pricing, and then he got kind of bet down. But then looking back at it, he did all his work around the green and with the putter. He lost 2.2 in approach. He's lost slightly off the tee. He gained 5.6 around the green and 5.4 putting. That's 11... Uh, strokes gained short game so it's just not reliable and uh, before that he was bad so to me it just seems like he got some good luck good luck around the green that and the fact that he's liable to a blow up and this is probably the worst place to eject ever is mm-hmm. you know we saw it with him like he was he was in contention last year and and kind of bottled it which 
you know, it happens. He's a winner since then. But like I said, the same, like it was the first time he was coming to the Sony Open as a winner. Same principle here, like first time he's coming to a course he likes as a winner. Um, should do well, but yeah, just not for me. JC Poston? You know, I, I have a beef with the tracker, so he's not for me. And <laughs> he, uh, he hasn't. You got, you got to remember, that's not the same person, though, right? Like it's not his fault. <laughs> no, it is his fault. I blame him. But he, he's back-to-back missed cuts, uh, and that was my reasoning I gave, and I that caused him to miss the cut. So I'm going to do it again. Yeah, that seems fair. It, he's just got better course history than I gave it credit for before. Like he was, so he was 27th on debut. He was 11th for the halfway stage. He was 36 solid. 35th where he was second at the halfway stage missed one cut and he was 42nd last year so I think that's actually a really good bank of course form so as much as you don't know the tracker I think he's in my lineups yeah, yeah. Sep or Harris English I'm actually a little interested in Sep like I feel like repeat winners have kind of been in vogue lately and guys like you know playing well at a rec- I, I usually avoid guys because of that I'm starting to tr- I'm making a conceited effort to get away from doing that like oh he won last year I'm not playing him I don't care I'm not betting him I don't... so and he's going to be relatively low owned I think like no one's really paying attention well, because to because English is going to be popular right and so is Vegas and you know a lot of the guys near him um, yeah but Straka hasn't been bad 45th at Genesis 21st at Century this is his time like he likes this Riviera Torrey Pines I mean obviously Torrey not this year but like he does like these tough courses like I think probably Bay Hill suits him so yeah, I, I don't mind Stracker. I, I don't feel like I need to play him, but it does. It gets a bit of a weird. This eight low eight k range is really weird. Like so, you've got Adrian Moronka, who I actually think could do well. Bez, we know my feelings on Bez. Uh, Cam Davis not playing well. Gary Higo shouldn't ever be eight k. No, no, I don't know why he ever is. What um, is he eight k? What is that based on? I think it's because Pat Mayo likes him. <laughs> he gets eight. Yeah, he's got, he has a, a big um, I, I viewership. suppose, to be fair, he has actually got a decent run of form, I guess, like for him, like consistency-wise, but it's not his golf course. No. I know no. He, he was 10th after round one here last year. He's actually, his form's actually been, I thought, 11th, 53rd, 20th, and when he was 53rd, he was actually playing better than that as well. He was 24th at the halfway stage, so he is playing well, but I just don't envision Honda being a good place for him. He is not a very accurate driver. No. Um, which is really going to get you in trouble here. Um, you, yeah, can kind, you can kind of see it. Like last year, he he opened with a 68 and was 10th past around one and then never broke 72. Yeah, strange. Um, yeah, so I, I, don't, that's the, I think that's the reason why I clicked Strzok in a couple of these when I was messing around with lineups because you get 8,600 left. 8,500 left and I'm already playing Vegas like I trust him more than English I do like English a little bit but he's all putting which is fine because he that's kind of who he is but I don't trust him at all and then Cbez don't like Davis is in shit form don't play Higo Rogers were through uh you know the it just, just gets a little wonky I don't I don't know about Moronk can you sell me on him so Moronk is solid and I was impressed by what he did at Riviera last week like I think he bounced back from that 74 finished 45th I thought it was pretty impressive it's more of a you think of him because he's so big you think of him as like his big hitter but he is, he is actually pretty good in his approaches so I think he could succeed here I just have nothing to suggest that he will like I just think talent wise people want to play him and it's going to be the same with Mimou Lee like let's just get the good Euro guy in there because a Euro guy always plays well um, but there's not much to hang your hat on after the fact that international players do do well here. Yeah, that's a no then for me. No, that, that is it. That's that's the case. Yeah. Um, and he's got Ryder Cup to play for, I guess. Is the... so, yeah, so that's why I'm forced to play Straka, I think. Unless I dip all the way down, starting in the 70 at 79. I like I like Ben Griffin, but he's going to be really popular too. Yeah, Ben Griffin makes a bunch of sense. Like I like Lee Hodges as well at 7-7. Yeah, and just and just on Griffin real quick, he was first in my model for oh, really? whatever reason. Yes, I don't know. It's it's random. Do, do um, we need do we need to put that back in? Yeah, I I think nine of the nine of the ten uh, guys in my top ten of my model are forty to one and beyond. So it's not like a lot of a lot of uh, high ranked guys. But but I think the reason the last twenty four rounds, Griffin is sixth in approach, sixth in ball striking, twentieth in good drives gained, third in par four scoring, and twelfth in strokes gained on difficult courses. But like the, what he's done this year suggests that he should play well in this 
kind of event. I have no beef with Ben Griffin at all. Just surprised he was that high up on. Uh, I am too. I am too. On your thing, definitely a better player than Higo at the range. I like Shelton. Oh, I actually like Jaeger. I actually, to be honest, seven nine down to seven seven. I like all of them except I don't really love Rye. Right. Seems like this is a place where he'd be good, but yeah. we, we always talk about you. Everyone, never know. everyone says that. Like. Uh, it's a tough golf course. He likes to grind it out. Yeah, he'll finish 40th. So, yeah, yeah he can yeah. grind it. He can grind it out to eight bogeys on the final day to fall away. Um, That's it's funny because I don't really like any of those guys. I like the next range. Yeah, so I, I just I just think they're really like Shelton's played well here. I think talent wise, I just I like who he is. Yeah, he's just solid. Like I just if I just want someone that's going to make me a cut and maybe have the upside in a weaker field, I think he's got it. And Lee Hodges, right? He was what 18th last week and. He's got a pretty good effort on the golf course as well, I believe. Yeah, like ninth last year on debut. So I can see it. Yeah, all three of those guys just bore me so bad. I, I, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a field of 156 players like that this week, though. Yeah, I, I almost just fell asleep while you were talking about those guys. So I don't know what's going on. That's just me, I think. Like I've, no, it's I've just, just... <laughs> definitely them. I, I, they're just the most boring guys ever. Um, so, yeah. Do you, yeah. do you like Benny Ann? Yeah. I do, uh, just because there's a couple of reasons. So one is, and I was kind of digging around looking for some, looking for reasons to like him and like and, and like Buckley as well at 76. Um, and it kind of, so they both had one, have won that um, Lacombe South uh, Sun Classic. Classic. Yeah. Okay, and I, that was a that's a Jack Nicholas design. Jack Nicholas redesigned this place, and then Ana's has been good at other Nicholas designs too. Almost won Memorial. Um, and you know, she's played pretty well in Florida, decent course history here. So that's why I like him. And then Buckley winning that event, he beat in that, when he won that event, there was Mito in the field. He beat Montgomery in a playoff. Like that was a really strong field last year. So those are the two guys who I had right there. And who did Benny Ann beat last year? Who was it? Ben Griffin and SH Kim, who I'll come on to in a bit, but like I've used that same event. So that plus just, he just loves his course. Benny Ann, like he's played well here multiple times, 5th, 36th, 4th. Um, and he's kind of coming back to the player that he was. Um, mm-hmm. He's taken advantage of getting back on the PJ Tour. And the most encouraging thing is that best finish of the season, I think, unless there was one earlier, 12th at Sony Open, which yep. correlates nicely to this. So the fact that he's kind of made cuts after that, 41st at the Amex, fine. 63rd at um, Tory, he shot 83 on the final day. Did he? Yeah, he was ninth. He was oh, ninth. So, and then Pebble Beach, 37th, fine. So, actually, I think he's a... I thought he was a good bet until I saw he was like 40 to 1. I was like, that's not great. But... I saw 66, do you like that? Yeah. I do too, yeah. I think, like, I genuinely think he's got winning upside. You know what's funny? It it doesn't take much for people to get back in on him. People love him. Like, he just... Oh, he didn't miss five cuts in a row? I'm in. Could you imagine if he was on that full swing? Oh, it would have been great. That's what they should do, just get the characters in, in that thing. But he, but like people, imagine like the outpouring of love for Joel Damon on there. Like Benny Ann would have just been like absolutely, oh, would people awesome. would have been besotted with him. There'd be like Valentine's Day cards made of him. Um, <laughs> quickly, before I don't want to spend too much time on it, what did you think of that? Yeah, people didn't like my 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 initial tweet about this, but I think it's a bit overrated. Uh, I I thought it was all right. I thought it was pretty good. Like I I think it's like a seven out of ten. Like it was. I enjoyed it. I liked watching it. I'll definitely watch season two if there is one. But I, I feel like people kind of came out of the, people just saying that it was like the best show ever. They, no. they know it, was, it so, wasn't. So there's so Chad Mum who makes it. I have a lot like I really like respect him, and I think like the way it was put together. Was good. Like the mm-hmm. the actual effects on it, the 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 production value of it, the agree, yeah, the questions they were asking people, absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. One issue I had, I didn't like, because it was player-driven, they went back and forth. So it was like, oh, like is Fitzpatrick going to win the PJ Championship or something? No, because we saw in episode one that Justin Thomas has already won it. So like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that the biggest problem with it is like, people. The main reason people love Drive to Survive is there was a lot more casual fans watching that program than there was Full Swing, like. It felt like everyone that was watching Full Swing was a, was a golf sicko that watches every week, and you didn't learn anything new, really. Right. Um, I think there was, I thought Brooks's vulnerability in episode two was probably the best part of the whole show. Maybe Tony, I like Tony V now the way he was. Me too. Yeah. Um, 
obviously, and Joel Damon's great. Felt the 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 final episode felt just a bit forced. Didn't didn't love that. I haven't got uh, to it. I'm only on. I just finished the female one last night. Okay, yeah. So we'll talk about the final one when you watch that. Yeah. Um, did you? What did you think of Morikawa? Because people were giving him some stick. No, he's just boring a little bit. Uh, I don't that's think, everyone was saying like he was like spoiled, and I was like, no. What's happened is he's been paired together with Tony Finau, and Tony Finau's the best human in, in the ever, entire yeah. world. Like, can walk on water, yeah. and Morikawa's just not got anything interesting. Like, I didn't see this. I didn't see that. He wasn't spoiled or anything no, like that. Like, no. I, I, unless it was like the way he reacted is that Adidas skull scene, wasn't there, where he was like, I'm not wearing that color. Like, yeah. But I didn't like that either. I don't. Uh, it was the weirdest was, match. It yeah, was, before he responded, I was gonna say that doesn't match. Like that's all I. I what thought was it like? Head. Was it khaki and like it was orange? Orange, orange and olive. Yeah, and I was like, well, that's dog shit. I was like, I, I could go into this kind of industry. I think um, it was kind of. He was kind of a little bit ruthless about it when he was like, "That's not my style. That's your style." Like, yeah, yeah. That I was think, kind of funny. I think that's probably why he's got like. And there was yeah. a bit. I think the other bit was um, when he had that glove. And he was saying, oh, like, yeah. oh, I'm having some size issues. And it's like, Colin, that's like the whole win every person's glove that ever wears a golf glove. Just get on with it. Like, you're the best yeah. iron player in the world. You can probably just put the glove on. But I actually, I, I agree with him too. I, that little space between your your thumb and your yeah, pointer finger, when it's but, tight there, you feel real uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, but like, I'm just, I don't know. I guess it felt like he was a little bit maybe looking for like excuses. Um, yeah, no, he's a pro athlete though. You're gonna get that with all of them. Yeah, like I think he's just a high level athlete that hasn't had anything go wrong for him yet. So there yeah. was no like, like even with Scheffler, there wasn't really anything negative said about him, and there wasn't really any of his struggles about trying to win shown right. So everything was positive, but you knew about Scheffler that he's struggled to get through. So you felt better for him, whereas like Mora Carroll was, and again he was partnered with Brooks, so he looks better again. Like it's yeah, you needed more like that's why I think the Brooks part was good because like ooh this is kind of spicy to watch like he's not he's not having a good time it's like no. look at this guy he's the best guy this now look at this guy he's also awesome now look at this guy he won he's great like it was just there was no like there was no you know like rooting for something someone to pull through because it was just all so positive which is which is fine maybe there's not as much drama in golf but I would have liked to see like well, an I, argument we never saw or something see I think that was what it was right so I think that. So my final take on it, so we don't spend too much time, is the reason this isn't as popular as Drive to Survive. Drive to Survive is exciting because cars get run off the road, mm-hmm. drivers lose their jobs, like there's fighters between there's fights between two drivers, the racing directors are arguing with them over the headset. And ultimately it was as sick as it sounds, like people love watching the crashes. So, yeah. like, there's a car engulfed in flames. Someone might actually die. If you haven't heard that story, that's like, oh, my God, what happened to him? Whereas, like, do you really give a fuck whether, like, someone made the cut? Like, yeah. And, by the way, a cut is when, the, you know, there's 72 golfers in the field that the top 36 get in. <laughs> yeah. So, just so you guys don't know. So, some of them. But, like, but that's the thing. So, the, they made it very clear what they were aimed at. It was aimed mm-hmm. at the casual people and, like, like, my partner, like, Shannon, was, like, she, she liked it. She enjoyed it. Like, she because she doesn't know all the stuff that we know and I wouldn't yeah. expect it to. So yeah. I think it's aimed at those people more. Um, I got to say, this is funny. My, my wife's even laughing at this. We were watching it uh, last night and when Piercy like shit his pants at, at the 3M, I don't want to make fun of guys when they don't play well, but it was just fucking hilarious. He's a five shot lead and just every goes bunker to bunker. And then I remember in real time in this thing and I was like, please God, don't try to take this over the water. You like, please don't. Everyone knows what will happen if you do. Boom! Hits in the water. You hear me? He's like, "Oh shit!" It just goes to <laughs> middle of the middle of the fucking lake, like not even close to. The, I was just dying laughing. I don't know was, what. I think I'm sick, but no. Sh- Shannon was like, "Oh no!" And that was it. <laughs> like, is he hit? The one, actually, the one time I thought was good was the time you saw of Mito after he hit. So he, he said, "Oh, like I fucked up." And yeah. Then you saw after the round when he went to see like Hanser and Neiman and all that and. He did that interview with the guy, and like I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good actually. Um, yeah. Like you said, it's human nature. Like we want to see the car crashes. There's a reason why you know so many people are obsessed with murder mysteries and they want to see yeah. serial killers and stuff. It's just human nature to want to see like struggle and you know difficult things happening. And oh my god, I can't believe like what would ha- what would 
you know, I do if I was in a situation. There wasn't enough of that. That's that. That's my. Fi- and I just, final you thing. just, you don't, you can't, you can't. It might not exist. Do it. Right? it doesn't exist. Like yeah. you would, you would have forced it. Like yeah. the, the biggest thing where you'll see Rory in the final episode, what he says, like that's about as critical as you're gonna get. Like it doesn't, it doesn't happen. So um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was like it was just pleasant to watch. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Um, it's fine. It's and fine. There, and there was twenty players missing, by the way. Really? Do you, do you remember the initial list that came out of the people that were meant to be in it? I don't even. I don't remember it. Go back and look at who was meant to be. Yeah. In it. Um, because it's not Any, all. It's not all live guys that are missing. Anyone who could provide any like spicy moments, or no? Mm, no, probably not. But like, I'm pretty sure Hovland was meant to be in it. Sergio was meant to be in it. Um, Nakajima was meant to be in it. Bubble I want to see Hovland just smoking a blunt in his hotel room, <laughs> listening to heavy metal like before that, the round. That would, that would be, good. be spicy. Yeah. Then you're getting really deep into the characters. Um, back to this week though that was a good old diversion there and maybe I should put a little timestamp in there where we've gone off track a bit um, so you said you like Hayden Buckley for pretty much the same reasons we like Benny Ann, right like just playing well yeah. play well at the Coms Suncoast Classic I think also with him there's been a couple of guys that have broken through here after showing a bit like recently like Keith Mitchell I think had a couple of decent results before mm-hmm. winning here um, probably the same I would have thought for Michael Thompson at the time, like maybe he'd actually he'd already finished second of the US Open before winning here. Michael Thompson, um, so you, you sort of seen some promise from players before they broke through. Yeah. yeah, when Mitchell won, I was on Brooks at twenty to one. I thought I was a winner, and Mitchell put a fifteen footer right in my ass. <laughs> just, on eighteen, just to, just to oh cheer you up. <laughs> I thought there was no shot he was making. That. I thought he was a. I thought he was a complete loser. But yeah, he's he was great. It's a shame he's not here this week. Actually, I know. Um, uh, but after that, there's a couple of guys I like too. Yeah, I like Bramlett. He was, yeah, I was thinking about him. Um, the only reason I don't like him is I think he's probably just a California guy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I'm gonna look at his driving accuracy. I just, I know he's he's hits it long, but like I, these this course, I get really worried about guys who spraying the ball. Let's see. He didn't play last week, right? Yeah, he's pretty bad. Yeah, he's aw- he's awful accuracy. I mean, he, I don't know if he but he can cut down, down, right? Like that's, yeah, he can. That's the thing. Like you look at actually where he's played well, it's generally because he can club down. Like seven foot pebble, thirteen um, foot Tory, or he's not really clubbing down too much. But he he must be driving it decently to finish thirteenth there. Uh, Amex club down a bit. Played so, here once, missed the cut. Yeah, I, I just worry that he's probably not the Florida guy. I'm out. So then, I say so. I'll let you go, and then I'll pick up the others. So I mentioned this a couple um, weeks ago. I said you're like, are you going back to Willett? And I said I think I'm going to save him for the Honda because I liked him here at the Honda. I think it's a really, really nice fit for him. Um, you look at again the, those kind of grinder European guys have come over here and played really well at this place. Um, I like a difficult scoring condition. So he's 18th, um, and he's. I know that you know we've talked about how Fortinet was kind of a lower scoring event in a lot of the DP World Tour events he's won he's like 18 19 under so it's the narrative isn't as much as you'd think it is but he does play well on tough courses he does play well on the win, uh, in the wind um he played last week I saw him tweet today saying he felt really good and his game was going in a really good direction um 18th last last week I think just he, he's a guy who can win this thing ball strike was was good as well yeah. like top 20 in both approach and tee screen which is weird because he actually Ranked 21st for GIR, 38 for Axiom, 59 for driving distance. So it's weird that he's kind of maybe he just had a decent around the green game. But um, yeah, I mean, look, when you look at the, the prototypical international winners, right? Like he fits that bill. Like mm-hmm. he, he, you know, Harrington's an open championship winner. Willett is very, very good at the open championship. Don't think he's too dissimilar to like a Luke Donald. No. Who, yeah. I mean, I mean, Donald, I think, won at the other golf course, but Donald also Skill finished set, second. Yeah. Here. Same sort of guy. Um, Russell Knox, not not mm-hmm. too dissimilar, right? So, yeah, I, I can see it. And upside-wise, like, he is a confidence player. Like, you show one event and he can go. It's just, he's, it's like I said to you earlier when we messaged about it, like, every time it lines up that it's right for him, he doesn't do anything. And then all of a sudden he's 400 to 1 and plays well because he's Danny Willett. Yeah, exactly. Um, but 7-4 is cheap. Yeah, I like the I like the winning upside for him. I bet him. I I, I just kind of I've been all, I've always circled Honda as a place that makes so much sense for him on paper. It, 
So that's you that's should do it. for like most English guys. Like most English players should go out to Florida and just enjoy. Especially in March, it's not like massively hot, is it? So no, and a lot of them live there. Yeah. So yeah, right. I think Hatton lives in Orlando. He's kind of a bullet type of guy. Fitz, does he live in Florida? Yeah, I think he does. I think um, pretty much. I feel like almost every English well, it's player. Just, it's just the easiest place to go. It's yeah, only, well, it's only five yes. hours on the plane. Yeah, the Riyadh reason is because you can fly direct from Orlando, right? Yeah. Seong Hyun Kim, uh, you know, you mentioned the the Sun Home Classic. He was second to Benny Ann that year. So I just like him. I think what he's done this season's going a little bit under the radar, and I say that because. I didn't quite realise just how good he'd been. Like, mm-hmm. I knew he was playing decently well, but I didn't realise quite how solid he's been. Like, he's had that fourth at the Shriners, twelfth at the uh, Sony Open. He's had a really good rookie season. He has lost five strokes on approach last week, but gained seven putting. That, I feel, just feel like that's got a like that sounds like an arbitrary result rather than yep. Like I can't see it happening. So you've got thirteenth at the Sands and fourth at the Shriners. 12th in Hawaii, 20th at Tory. I mean, if he, if he loses strokes and approach again, you're done. Like, it's just it's just as simple as that. Um, but I was sort of saying this earlier, like, if he can, like, shorter approaches this week, right? Like, you're not forced into certain, you are laying up a bit for position, but it's still shorter. Um, so I just feel like when you look at the fact he's played so well at Hawaii already, he's made a bunch of birdies at Shriners, he's played well at Sanderson, which is decently tough. I like... Like what H.H. Kim's been doing. Yeah, yeah, he makes some sense. Especially Tory as well. Like final round 76 and still finished 20th. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, he makes some sense. I didn't really look at him before, but I'll definitely consider playing him. Um, the, the, the irons are a concern. Like, it, we, we kind of flagged that, me and Brad. But, like, it to me, it just feels like at some point these you're not going to get the really hot iron players in this field because they're all taking a week off. Yeah. I'm wondering when Jones, when remember Jones like went off with his irons here. I wonder if before that he really showed it, or is it just like something about the course that? Um... That last in my head, like I don't know the answer to that question, but in my head, I just think the sudden change to Florida from California, the sudden change from really strong, brutal test to yes, it's a tough test, but it's a shorter golf course in a different atmosphere, in a weaker field. Like if you're playing 175 yard iron shots, knowing you're chasing down. Max Homer and John Rahm versus playing 125 yard tough shot into a tough pin, but you're chasing, I don't know, Chris Kirk. It's not big of a deal. So here's interesting um, about that. He was in pretty not in great form. He admit, in Florida he had miscut at the API, and then he had 55th at the Players before he won the Honda. The two starts prior um, had lost strokes on approach, and then he won. And then look back that same year in January, he was 11th at Sony. That's kind of what uh, what Kim had done. Kim was 12th. Yeah. So you and I, I said this earlier too. You can't uh, discount guys like who haven't been playing well because the type of golf course and even like the the rough type and the fairway type of grass, like it's so different in Florida than it, it's like night and day. It's as opposite as it could be in California and Florida. Yeah, so I, like I, you're, you're going to see a reset, right? Like we we, yeah. we said that like the full swing versus the start of the calendar year, and now this is probably even more drastic. Like you make three events now. Players is obviously more akin to what we've been seeing over the last few weeks but definitely Bay Hill and Honda you, you, I think you've got to treat it a bit differently Valspar same so those those hot got those hot low price guys that you see pop every every week in California I think a new crop of those guys is going to pop up for the next three weeks yeah I agree with you yeah absolutely 100% any more for you in the sevens I, I checked off EVR just because his stats are really good I he's really tough to trust in a place with all this trouble and I think he could hurt us there, but he's playing okay. He's been popular recently, like just not from like a he gets picked a lot in DraftKings, but like he there's been a lot of like bets on him and things like that. He's like a trendy player at this time of year, uh, in the slightly weaker fields. I don't know if I trust it, but he's upside is pretty big, I would say. Yeah, so that's it. That's it for me there. Why doesn't Aaron Badley play this event? I don't know. He reminds. He's also a West Coast guy in my mind. Yeah. Well, I guess it's the kind of surfer hair that he has. Uh, yeah, um, but that's just what I. You know, sometimes my thoughts on that are wrong. But, but he was like, good at Sony. But like windy, he's like wooden wind plays good, isn't he? And like I, I, he strikes me as someone that would be good at links, and that sort of gets put into this. 
Yeah, yeah, I think, let's see. Where's he been good in his career? Sony's been really good in his career, so you got that. Fortnite, uh, Travelers, Pebble Beach, Valero, Texas, he's been good. Texas, he's been good. But you, Bay just Hill. See, like you see the Australian guys play well here, and he's obviously mixed it with the best of them. Like he's, he's actually lost... He's won, sorry, as an amateur against Craig Norman, by the way, which is quite interesting. Um, he beat Sergio in Australia in his career. Like, it's pretty mm. impressive what he was doing earlier on in his career, but obviously that's a long time ago now. But even his most recent win against Siwoo Kim in 2016. I could see Siwoo being good here. I know he hasn't played here and not playing here, but lost to the playoff to Ernie Els in the Sony. I think Badley could be pretty good. Yeah, maybe. It's, I mean, that's the type of event we're dealing with right now. Yeah. Peter Malnati has been solid, but I worry this is going to be where it goes wrong. He's never played really well here. Well, it's just, I just think, again, like, he's probably one of those people that does feel the effects of moving from California to Florida. Yeah, yeah. Um, and how about Higgs? He's been somewhat good here. Every time I say Higgs, you just go, no. I know, I know. <laughs> but I like him... This course, he's been well. He's been played pretty well, like maybe a first-round leader or something. I think he's been in the past. Yeah, like he's three straight cuts now, isn't he? Uh, he was 58th on debut. He shot second round 68. Hasn't first-round led, but he was 68-67 to be in the top 10 after two rounds. So that's probably where you just remember him being in the top page of the leaderboard. His stats are fucking awful, though. Yeah, he's not very good at golf. No. So, um, he was another one that was meant to be on a documentary, by the way. Uh, 7K Sam Stevens is a mini tour hero. Monday qualified into this event last year, finished 50 something or other, but he was 12th at the halfway stage. 55th uh, overall, he was 12th at the halfway stage. He doesn't, he didn't win any of those mini. It wasn't like a Florida mini tour player. He was like a Arkansas, Kansas, Texas type of guy. But it's all sort of southern states, isn't it? Right. Uh, 67th, 13th and 34th his last three starts the 13th came at Torrey Pines where he was 4th after round 2, 9th after round 3 34th at Pill Beach is fine, 67th at the Amex was disappointing but he was actually 36th after 3 rounds after a really tough start to the season it looks like Sam Stevens has found some form and I just think he's like, I'm looking at people that I think are going to greatly benefit from a weakened field and he's one of them I think I'm surprised he's he's expensive as he is. I kind of like that though. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a good thing. Um, yeah, sure. I can't say I, I could pick him out of a lineup, but no, I don't know what he looks like either. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend. Um, yeah. I had to do a lot of research on him to to understand exactly what he was. But apparently, he's like got a pretty rough deal coming out of college, and like should have got more invites. He was a better player in college than like given credit for and stuff like that. So I think people are surprised that he's not at this stage already, type thing. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Yeah. The one guy who has been playing well, and I have absolutely no idea how on earth he was in the last two events, Kevin Tway. Why was he in Phoenix and Riviera? It's because his dad was a pro. I don't know. No, but like he has to, he has to actually qualify for it. No, he? I know. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, that's a good question. I have no idea. Um, but, but he's taken advantage of it. Like 32nd in Phoenix, 40th in Riviera. He was 26th at the 54 hole stage last week. He was 17th at the 36 hole stage the week before. He was 18th at Torrey Pines. 54th at the Amex, where he was 14th at the halfway stage. 54th in Hawaii, but he actually started pretty well. He's terrible here. He's got a terrible, terrible record. Like four missed cuts, but. If someone's playing that well, like the one thing this season that's been so different is current form has trumped course form. And I'm pretty sure earlier this season, might have been Torrey Pines, might have been somewhere else. But he's got a really bad course form, so I didn't go with it. And he played his best golf. So I just wonder if he's somewhat playing. Because he was a good player for a good period of time, Kevin's way. He was. My concern is this. He's never played well in the state of Florida. His best finish into the state of Florida is 46th. What's that, like Valspar or something? Yeah, uh, it was um, um, players. <laughs> but in, I, I just think it's one of those things where like you get these guys. You know, This is what I'm looking for, the diamonds. i got to get deeper into this tonight. I want to find guys who play great. It doesn't have to be here, but just have played well in 
better in Florida than they did in, on, in the West Coast and these other places, and they're not playing that well right now, but they're playing okay enough that might spike here. That, that's how you're going to find your edge because there's just because people don't trust course form at the moment. People want to go to current form, but all these guys are going to be like playing really badly because it's like California or the events are too hard or whatever. So you just mm-hmm. want someone, like you said, that's just going to pop up. Um, Kramer Hickox finished 21st in this event before. He's accurate off the tee. He's been playing uh, okay as well, hasn't he? Like, didn't he have a decent finish last week? Yeah, I, I saw his name. I don't remember. 29th he finished so he's poor before that but he was 12th at the halfway stage last week 29th in total pretty sure he flagged yep ball striking last week 12th in the field he was 5th in GIR 25th in accuracy and actually 30th in distance Hmm. yeah that makes sense so he's interesting some of these guys are going to be uncomfortable to click but you just got to click them right also Michael Kim came up as like one of the better ball strikers in recent months which is really weird 6900 I got one okay Andrew Novak. Yeah, he played well here last year. Like he was up and, there, and he won the Sun Coast in 2020. And he actually is playing pretty well. He uh, he was. Oh, it, it wasn't last year that Novak played well. That was Kozan, the completely okay. different people. But Novak has made the cut here, 57th on his debut and a missed cut last year. 20th at Pebble. Yeah. In his most recent start, he won again. He won that Florida event, 12th at the Sony Open. There we go. I'm playing Novak. It's tough times, isn't it? The yeah. Um Pearson Cooley's one of the weirdest like prospects coming through. Like he's got like two wins, a fourth and a tenth, and then like twenty five missed cuts on the Corn Ferry. So it's just what one turns up, I think. Um, where is my where's my guy? Brink Grant. There he is, sixty four hundred. Yep. He he's my guy. He's Jacksonville. Um I don't know if he's raised there, but he's definitely based there now. Uh, 25th at Torrey Pines, 20th at Pebble. Got to think that he's going to play well uh, here as well. I know we kind of discussed that we thought he might have been a bit more of a bomber than he was anything else, but that's not necessarily been a bad thing here. It's just It just depends if you can still be accurate with it or not. Yeah, he... Um... He was he was fifth in that Suncoast Classic in 2021. He's accurate. He, he was 5.1 plus on fairways gained at Pebble. Um, he's gained strokes, fairways gained, in seven of his last nine. Um, so Brent, yeah, he's... Brent Grant's gonna win. Okay. Sixty-four uh, hundred. He's in. How much? What's his odds to win? Uh, like three hundred, I think. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And I don't know why I'm I'm really excited about the revelation I just had on Novak. I can just picture it now too. <laughs> like imagine, uh, uh, imagine us in the final round if Novak and Brent Grant are in like the top ten. Yeah, I'm put, you can put them both in the lineup with Sungjae and Lowry, Vegas. And will it? Um, what do you need? What more do we need? There you go. You got six cracks at it. All six can win. All six are gonna win somehow. Uh, da- Danny Lee is still listed in this field. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know if you saw my interaction on Twitter earlier. There was a guy who posted a card with Danny Lee on it, and I was. <laughs> so, like, didn't you say like he's an Ironhead? And he was like, Yeah, I know. And I was like, Yeah, because no, you thought I meant like I was making fun of him, calling him an Ironhead, like calling yeah. him like a dumbass or something. Yeah, and I was like, No, he means he's not playing this week. <laughs> Yeah, so he's like, yeah, so he goes, whatever. He, so when he first goes, he was like, yeah, he is, but 300 to 1, can't resist. And I was like, yeah, he's not playing, but it is good value. <laughs> I would have just gone back to him and just said, I'll give you 1,000 to 1, he doesn't win. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> probably a really nice guy who ever tweeted that, by the way. Um, yeah, no, I'm sure, yeah. But yeah, that was funny. I did see the interaction. He's an iron head. <laughs> it did make me laugh. I was just like, he's completely over his iron head, isn't it? Um, it's good. But it's tough down here, isn't it? Sung you'll know. <laughs> We've done that. We, we tried that before. We got through the cut when we did it before. Yep. We? We're one for one, so we should retire on that. Do you know who like flashed up at me earlier that he's actually made a cut here once and he made he finished in the top twenty last time out? Martin Trainer. Mm. France's France's number one golfer, Martin Trainer. Wow. But he's he? he's awful. Sixty three hundred. I was looking at Akshay. Uh, who I love, Batia, but he just, it's like he's on the Corn Ferry. He, he plays well at Bermuda, and then he sucks everywhere else. Yeah, and I just wonder, like, is this windy enough that it's going to be like those Bahama events that he plays really well in? Or is it too hard a golf course? Because he does still like to just give it a bit of a bash on those events, doesn't he? Yeah. I, I feel like he's only got one speed. 
definitely an upside play, but I just don't trust him at the moment. He just talent-wise, he's got to be one of the better players down here, isn't he? Yeah, I I think you could make it. You could, you know, have play him and see what happens in the lineup or two, and if you if you know. But how, how surprised would you be if he was in the final group on Sunday? I wouldn't be surprised. There you go, six eight hundred. Yeah. Um. God dear, Cody Gribble's playing this week. It's a tough scenes. I like the Grant. I think we got. I mean, I think. Yes, Grant's fine. I don't, I don't Grant, need anything. No, Grant Novak and. The only other person I did feel like had shown something. Jonas Blix was 20th for Pebble and then 7th on the Corn Ferry last week. I love Blix. And he's finished 36th and 31st in his golf course. Doesn't he feel like someone to play well here? Yeah, he's just a typical kind of guy we were talking about. Um, 6,300 Jonas Blix. The irons just suck. I just don't need to go there, do we? Like if, if we if we feel all the way we do about the other guys that we've mentioned in this range, we might as well just stick with those. He's so risky, too. He is. Are we done, then? Yeah. Cool. That sounds good to me. Right, so let's look. So 10K is Larry or him? Larry. Larry for me. 9K, your favorite. Hmm. Cooch is definitely the safe. Uh, I like McCarthy as a play here. Um... I think McCarthy because I think he's... Just feels safe. Yeah, definitely safer, but I guess Kuchin maybe has a bit more winning upside. Yeah, that's what I would say. I'm going to go with McCarthy on that. Me too. Um, 8K is Johnny Vegas. We don't need to talk anymore on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, 7K, let's have a couple from this. So I do like Benny Ann at 7.6 and Song Young Kim at 7.4. I'm going to go Benny Ann in in, uh, Willett. Nice, yeah, good. Um, six Ks. Let's have a couple from there. I'm really interested to see how Kevin Tway plays, just because I used to like Kevin Tway, and I was, I was surprised he's even getting these other events. But don't know if I trust him. Look at his record here. I'm going to go with Brent Grant, 64, and I'm going to go with. Oh, it's rough down here. What are those Singjing do's like? Got a lot of made cuts down here. Seven out of eleven made cuts. Marty. Yeah, or Marty do. Yeah. Nah. Hickok and um, Brent Grant. Real quick, is Norlander a Florida guy? Let's see. He's been playing bad, but he could fit them all of those. Let's have a look. He spiked at a couple of places. I, I feel like it might have been Florida. No, RSM, Sanderson, Barbasol. Memorial. Yeah, I guess not. Sony really. though, Sony yeah. tied ten, top nine. Yeah, I mean some of these clicks are gonna be uncomfortable because you're looking for guys who haven't played well, or else they wouldn't be this low, but could potentially do it. Um, but for me, I'm gonna go. Uh, I I I like your Grant play. I like the uh, explanation you gave. I wasn't on it before, but you sold me. So if he does bad, it's your fault. And then um, uh, I'm gonna go Novak 6700. Uh, I think I I, I like him. Let's just let's just both play each other's plays and then when yeah. they're really shit, just play each other. Your fault. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Matt, good fun. Nice to have a little chat in uh, full swing in there as well. Um, overall thing, don't think I don't think it was as good as people hoped, but just no. couldn't couldn't be. I don't think. I think it's just the nature of the sport. Right, I agree. Uh, and th- in this event, you know what? I really like this event. Um, I don't care who's playing. I just love a difficult test. I just that's my favorite thing to watch. And I think it's difficult without being like unfair. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. I hate I hate it when it's just like oh it's re- like people getting rough and they can't advance it fifty yards or it's so windy that you just can't play a full shot or whatever. But like when it's there's just water hazards and you've got to avoid them and there's bunkers and you've just got to avoid them. I really like that. Yeah, I do too. And then if you get in them and you're in trouble, like yeah. So I, I love I love this event. It, it was ruined the last two years by Straka who just isn't fun to watch, and then Matt Jones, who also isn't fun to watch, and just was sticking everything to two feet in the final day. But I'm, I'm excited for another good Honda with it. I don't I don't need a great leaderboard, but just give me some excitement. Even if it's Ben on, that would be great. Or who, like, Who's your ideal final pairing? Well, Johnny Vegas. That would be awesome, too. I just like... He, he brings some, like, swag to the golf courses. He gives energy. He's loud. He's boisterous. Like, I, I, that's why I really like him. So I think him in the final group would be good. In that. So that's even aside from my bet. He, I think he'd be yeah. good. And then, um, let's see. It's a great question. I would say... 
him and Billy Ho. Billy Ho, yeah, that would be good. That would be good. But but the the all time best would be Ben on and Johnny Vegas. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I just want like a someone that's not been in the mix for ages, like a imagine a Vegas Badly time warp to like oh, two thousand. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a strong field. There are so many ways that we could get an exciting day, but just don't give me Lee Hodges by three over <laughs> Will Gordon on Sunday, or I will not be watching. Is it more boring if Sungjae or Larry win? No, because you're adding a little bit to, not their legacy, the, but like... Well, Larry needs it, I think. Yeah. Like so, the, like, Sungjae's th- got the time, but, like, Larry feels like he's absolutely missing... It's ridiculous because he's won a major championship and WGCs and stuff, but it feels like he's missing a regular PJ Tour event. Yeah, and that's a storyline to me, like Lowry against a bunch of guys he should beat. Yeah. He needs to go out there and do it. He can't choke this thing because he's a higher-class player. Like, you've won a major, go and take care of business. That's a good storyline. Actually, I also wouldn't mind Lowry versus Kucha. That'd be really good. Lowry with the regular season win on the line, with Kucha playing for the Masters. Yeah, that'd be great, and I think Kucha is always fun to watch on Sunday, too. I like, I just... I like Do his you, does, does his hover thing bother you in the slightest? No, I like it. I don't know why. I'm a it's, huge Cooch fan. It's so weird. Like yeah. I remember, I remember being on him at the Masters when he kept like finishing like sixth, and I just, I never noticed it before. He just does that. He lifts that little hybrid up and then just swings it. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Matt? <laughs> I like it. I don't know what it is. It's like I like that, but he. I've never seen someone who's like 46 who looks like they're like 82. 87, yeah. Just the way he moves around the course, like just slumbering and around. It's because he wears sketches and he plays ping pong. Like yeah, and it's like just hardcore khakis. It's not even like golf fans. It's straight khakis. I just, uh, I like it. He's a good guy. Right. Um, that's our stuff. So on to next week, Matt, and uh, hopefully a better performance from us at the Honda Classic.